He calls them angels with wet noses, and they minister to people in the middle of some of life's most difficult circumstances. You're going to hear more about this ministry today as we talk with a man named Larry, a man who had been through some deep waters in his own life and who found a friend named Gus. And one day, reading in Proverbs, Larry got an idea, and that idea has borne fruit in a lot of lives, comforted a lot of hearts, and has caused many tails to wag. We're going to talk about it straight ahead at the Radio Backyard Fence. This is Chris Fabry Live. Thank you, friend, for joining us today. We have been talking about some of the difficult things in the world that are going on in on the program of late with all the events in the news from the Middle East in particular. And we have a great resource for you at the website. The Pray for Israel website is up. There are resources there. You can click that green tab, Pray for Israel, at chrisfabrylive.org, chrisfabrylive.org. Here's our team assembled. Ryan McConaughey is doing all things technical. Trish is our producer. Gabby T is uh, answering your calls today. Now, if I find a canine that can clear clutter from my office, I'm going to adopt that dog heretofore. But until then, Dana White has written a book that many of you have responded to this month, Organizing for the Rest of Us. Did you hear her suggestion to me last week? I sent her a picture of my desk. And she she saw the problem, right? Uh, she saw the stack of note cards. I keep this these note cards, you know, jot notes down and, and think even during the program and quotes and that kind of thing. And there's a stack of note cards. And she said, Chris, find a box, a little box, and put the note cards in there so that they're not all over the desk. It'll clear some of the clutter. And then this is the container method. She said, if you get more cards than you have box, then you need to get rid of some of them. So she gives tips for your kitchen, your pantry, your laundry room. It's all about the clutter, friend. Give a gift of any size. We can't send you a dog, but we can send you the book by Dana. Organizing for the rest of us. Call or click through 866-95-FABRY. Give a gift of any size. 866-953-2279, or go to chrisfabrylive.org. Scroll down, you'll see how you can be a a friend or a partner with us right there at chrisfabrylive.org. Larry Randolph is the founder and president of Canines for Christ Therapy Dog Ministry, Incorporated. He served in the Coast Guard Reserves. He's a graduate of the Billy Graham School of Evangelism and a Billy Graham Rapid Response Chaplain. He's a board-certified crisis response specialist. He lives near Tampa with his wife and partner in Canines for Christ, Susan. They have written, and Larry has written, a book, Finding Grace, the inspiring true story of therapy dogs bringing comfort, hope, and love to a hurting world. It releases today, and we're going to talk about it. Larry, how in the world are you? I'm good. Thank you, Chris, for having me. A beautiful (laughs) day here, so looking forward to talking to you. There's nothing better. I like talking nothing better about the gospel. And then if you can get dogs in there, it's a wonderful thing, right? (laughs) Absolutely. We call them Jesus with fur for a reason. Uh, (laughs) You know, they give unconditional love just like our Lord does. So uh, it's uh, we started that terminology years and years ago, and it's kind of stuck. So uh, these little puppies are beautiful in in that aspect. There's something about the eyes of a dog. What is it? Well, I think you can see the spirit that lives inside the dog. When they look at you with that soulful look in their eyes, and it's like they just want to focus on you 
and not anything else really. So particularly when we, we take them into situations that when people are lonely or sick or, or have uh, other kinds of needs and the dog can just sit there and let the person pet them while they're stroking them and let them look in their face and eyes, it's a, it's a touching and it really bonds people together. Uh, I always call it the, the heart of a dog when they do that because they love people. And uh, it's a beautiful way of, uh, of how God has used these creatures to minister to people. We've talked about this before. There's this thing called anthropomorphism. You can do it with God, but you can also do it with animals. And you, you apply to them what you're thinking. So when I see a dog looking at me, I, th- I think exactly what you're talking about. But maybe the dog's mind is like, hey, where's my steak? You know, <laughs> where's the food that I want? <laughs> Well, you know, dogs are animals, of course, so they do think about food, but uh, it depends on the situation. You know, uh, uh, you know, I always tell people that, you know, they're dogs when they're at home, okay? They love their home life and, and they're settled down where you live. And uh, But when you take them out and you use them for therapy and you use them for be comfort dogs to minister to people, they change. Their personality changes. They go mm-hmm. from a house dog to really a, what I call Jesus with fur dog and uh, it's, it's, you put there, we have in our ministry, we have special vests that we put on the dog and, and we, we tell the dog, let's go to work. Let's put your vest on. And all of a sudden you, this has happened thousands, hundreds of times they change. And when they visit people, they're calm, they're more gentle, they're more serene, they're more, uh, soulful in the aspect of giving that person they want to see, or they see that wagging nose, I mean, that wagging tail and that warm nose and just say, come to me, pet me, let me just calm you down in whatever you're dealing with. So uh, it's uh, it's truly amazing. Animal assisted therapy is what we call it. Yeah, it, it's you, what you said is exactly right. And I've experienced that. There's just this sense of uh, it's almost like your blood pressure release. You know, it goes down. Um, when when you come in contact with an animal that can that can uh, comfort you or just change the atmosphere, and I want you to tell us some stories. We're going to find out how this all started, but let me ask you this specifically because one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here is my guess is there's probably somebody listening who has a dog and they say, that's exactly what Shep does or Billy Bob or whatever the name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you identify a dog that would be good for this? Personality-wise, that's what we look for, uh, is the dog has to be gentle, uh, non-aggressive, uh, uh, easy to pet and be around, uh, and just love human beings. Basically, uh, their, their job is to be social, be social around people and give the people the opportunity to love on them. And, uh, uh, we take all different types of dogs in the ministry. Uh, they have to go through a certification process, which is the socialization certification through the American American Kennel Club called the Good Citizen Certification. But once they pass that certification, they are ready to go, so to speak, and be able to go out with their partner, their volunteer partner, to really to minister to people. So uh, we have right now in the ministry uh, over 1,200 volunteers and dogs uh, in many states throughout the country and a few foreign countries. So we've taken a lot of different breeds, but again, again, the socialization aspect of being able to just be around people and let them love Mm -hmm. on them and comfort them, that's the biggest part. 
My guess is the dogs that I've seen most often in the pictures is is like a, a Labrador, a Lab Retriever. But mm-hmm. do they are because we've got this little Morky, this Maltese Yorkie mix. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay. and I'm thinking, you know, t- his name's Tebow. Tebow wouldn't fit in because <laughs> he, <laughs> you know, he can yip and he can growl and that kind of okay. thing. And you're not looking for a yippy growly kind of dog. Probably that wouldn't fit uh, because the places that we go, uh, you know, they want to be uh, dogs that have calmness and gentleness and not be able to be growling or barking. So that doesn't exude uh, a calmness in therapy. So uh, we have little dogs, though, in little small two-pound Yorkies that are wonderful for therapy as long as they're calm because they can fit in the lap of an of, of elderly person in a wheelchair or on a bedside. And then we have a 200-pound Mastiff, a South African Mastiff, that are just the opposite, but they're the most gentle creatures that you can imagine because they're just so big, but their personality is just uh, endearing because people just want to stand next to them or hug them, but it's particularly little children. So again, it, it depends on the dog, but uh, you know the, the calmness of the dog is, is the main, main thing that we seek in this ministry. Yes. You've got to hear where Larry came up with the idea, and he would say that he didn't come up with it. You can read the story in the new book. It releases today, Finding Grace, the inspiring true story of therapy dogs bringing comfort, hope, and love to a hurting world. It's at our website, chrisfabrylive.org. Does this strike a nerve with you? Have, has a dog made a connection with you like this? I want to hear your story today. I wonder if this has ever happened to you, what we're talking about today. You're you're at some low point in your life. You're struggling. Maybe you've had a diagnosis. Maybe there's been a great loss, and there's just this feeling of heaviness about your life. And a pet, particularly a dog, draws near to you and almost absorbs some of that pain, senses some of that. Have you ever experienced that? Larry Randolph has. He's written about it in the new book. I want to hear from you today, 877-548-3675, 877-548-3675. Finding Grace, the inspiring true story of therapy dogs bringing comfort, hope, and love to a hurting world. That's our featured resource today. Larry, do you, and, and maybe you can tell me more about what you've observed, but do you think that happens? That do do dogs sense the thing that's going on in us? Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Uh, I have countless experiences of my own personal dogs that have uh, experienced things that go along in our body and our minds and our emotional spirit, and uh, uh, among dozens and dozens of experiences of other volunteers and testimonies of how their dogs have ministered to them. But, you know, the, the, it's interesting because uh, uh, the, the animal in human bond is, is one of God's, I, I think, is gifts in this world that he gives us to uh, when we're down and we're emotionally strawed and we're stressful in some manner, whether it's physical or emotional, whatever happens, uh, the comfort of a dog, the quietness of it, what I call the ministry of presence, 
is very powerful in the aspect of, uh, particularly when COVID was going on, we saw so much loneliness and so much sadness and so much dysfunction because of what happened. People were just isolating themselves. And uh, you, when you have a dog, that changes the demeanor of somebody because it, you can talk to the dog. It's like they, they want to hear you and they want you to talk to them. And, and then you can communicate unless it, it cuts down on the depression. It lowers anxiety, reduces loneliness, encourages communication, reduces boredom, provides comfort, decreases feelings of isolation, and many reduces blood pressure. Many th- clinical things happen when you have a, a dog or an animal in your presence where you can love on them and comfort them and be supportive to them. In addition to that, what we do is Canines for Christ. Uh, when we have the dog and when we visit people, these wonderful benefits that happen are, are there, but also we combine it with God's love. And that is what's powerful because God uses the dog as a vessel to open the door so that we can bring his powerful message of, look, God loves you today. He loves dogs too, but he loves you more. And that's what we're here to tell you. So that message <laughs> has been so well received because people resonate to that with the particularly what's going through in our world today. They want to hear a good news story. They want to hear something positive in the light of the darkness of the world. So we yeah. bring that to these these people and it's really a wonderful story that we have to tell. They're non-judgmental too. They they haven't read your bio. They don't care. They don't care the great no. things you've done or the they, bad things you've done in the past, right? <laughs> no, no, they don't care whether you're uh, what political affiliation you are, or uh, you know where you live, or uh, you know what you eat. They they care about you know you. And like I said, there's a bond between us. And uh, you know I have what my dog Gracie, which was the main therapy dog that we had in this ministry for 50. 15 years have passed away about two and a half months ago. And, and that was a deepest hurt I had. And, uh, you know, you lose an animal, a special bond with a dog that, uh, is with you 24 seven. I mean, you, you have your spouse and your wife and your family, but they're not with you all the time, but usually a dog is connected to you in so many different ways. And when you disconnect with them and lose that connection uh through passing of the dog it is the heart it's like a hole in your heart is just gone it's there and it's uh it uh, i call it the heart dog because mm. that heart in that dog is bonded with you in a special way so uh, well and yeah. what about and so gracie you know she couldn't see the book and she couldn't read the book you know and so uh mm-hmm. and i'm assuming gracie is is female right yeah, female okay. uh, white Labrador retriever, uh, eighty-five pound, uh, beautiful, dirt, beautiful dog, beautiful yeah. on the on yeah. front cover. But how sad mm-hmm. that she didn't get to be, she didn't get to bark on the program today. <laughs> well, I have another dog, uh, Sadie. She's my uh, youngest dog. She's five year old white lab, just like Sadie. So, but she's sleeping in the other room, and I'd hate to bring her in right now. So, she will. She's uh, going to come yeah. in and interrupt us. I just guarantee yeah, you, Larry. She, okay. she would. She would too. So I, I'm going to have people call in and tell me, is, is Larry right? Do animals, do dogs sense these kinds of things? So I'm going to open the phone lines for you, 877-548-3675. But I want you to tell us the story of how you got the idea, because you say this didn't come from you. 
right? Did not come for me. That was years ago in 2007. I, I was uh, had done a devotion, early morning devotion. That was my pattern for years and years as a, an adult. And I was doing one early in the morning and uh, in a hot summer morning in Florida and uh, 5.30 in the morning. And, and uh, I was reading Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. That was my go-to message uh, scripture for the day. And I was studying the scripture and, and I, really, I all of a sudden my mind went blank and it was this voice. It was, I call it the small voice of God. And he just threw a thought into my mind, therapy dogs. Okay. Well, and I, and it was like stunned me because I, I said, therapy dogs. Okay. What is that? I mean, I, I don't really know anything about therapy. I didn't have dogs. I didn't have any dog. I was dogless. And so when God said therapy dogs, he, you know, it, it went further and he said, I want you to sought a, a ministry using therapy dogs to minister to people in my name and share God, my love to people using these therapy dogs. And so, wow, that was an eye opening uh, conversation that I had with God. Cause I said, look, Lord, you must be talking to you, my neighbor. Cause I don't have a dog. <laughs> and he said, I didn't ask you if you had a dog. I'd ask you if you would obey what I'm, what I want you to do. And I said, okay. So I started from there. Uh, uh, Chris and and, uh, and and we, my wife and I borrowed a dog, and then we we just trusted God. We said, "Look, okay, God, you you gonna?" I was working a full time job, I had a career, I had grandkids, I had try, you know, I was busy. But God said, "You just start this ministry, and you, I'm gonna show you where it's gonna take you." And so, well, this is a story about how faith and trust and obedience. If you trust in God. And you want to let take that first step of obedience. You can. It's amazing to see what God can do to someone's life. It's a life changing experience. I tell people all the time, and I'm telling you, listeners, if you want a life changing experience, and you want to do something to help the community and the world around you, and you have a dog that fits the requirements that we're talking about, and you have a heart for service and for God, you can do this. And you'll see how you can change the life of people around you, the elderly, the sick, the hospice people dying, the many other people. And you can, your life can be changed. It's an amazing story. God can do the impossible. He did it through me because I didn't know anything about this at all. But his amazing grace over 15 years, 16 years now has been just an unbelievable story of how people have lives have changed because of uh, a one step of obedience. You know what it strikes me, Larry, is that you you have gone to into places you would never go mm-hmm. go period. You know that you've gone into people's lives, gone into their rooms. You and the team were in Uvalde when that yes. horror happened in that school. Yes. And yes. you have stories that you can tell us about that. So it's it seems like there's a two-pronged approach here. There is comfort that happens when you allow the dog to be itself. And then there is ministry that happens that you have to be careful with because if people are on the brink yes. of, you know, they've just lost all of these children in that school and, and the teachers as yes. well, you have to be really careful what you talk about in that situation as opposed to uh, walking in somebody's hospital room if you can go in yes. there, right? 
Yeah. Yes. Well, that's exactly what happened in Uvalde is that, you know, after the the initial shock of the shooting of 19 and 21 people being murdered, uh, our San Antonio office and our leaders there, Jill and Ross Powell, gathered together uh, 25, 30 teams and went to Uvalde within the next day or so uh, after that happened. And when they got there, the darkness, the heaviness was so powerful. You could feel just the, it was tingling in your skin just to not know what to say because people were so sad and just crying in deep, deep emotional pain. And what we, what the dogs did and what the volunteers, they just let people come to the dogs by themselves. It wasn't anything you could say. What could you say at that time, you know? But the dogs were there just where people were wrapping their arms around the dogs and putting their face in the fur and just crying and just just hugging the dogs. And then you could feel the countenance uplifting just kind of grow a little bit better each time the dogs would do that with somebody. And it was a they needed that because there were so many people at Uvalde trying to comfort and, and offer spiritual guidance to them. But there's a time when you just be the ministry of presence. You yes. offer God's presence without speaking. because And we had a, an animal there, a dog, that could offer this comforting presence in the midst of God's love through the sadness. So, uh, and we're still there today. we still go to Uvalde after a year and a half of, uh, of the suffering and the pain that's there. We still go on a regular basis to minister to the families of the community that's gone through that terrible tragedy. That's Larry Randolph. He is the founder and president of Canines for Christ Therapy Dog Ministry. The book that he's written, Finding Grace, The Inspiring True Story of Therapy Dogs Bringing Comfort, Hope, and Love to a Hurting World, releases today. It's at our website. We have a link to it. If you want to find out more, just go to chrisfabrylive.org. I want to hear from you now. Uh, Let's start with John, who's listening to Moody Radio Florida. Hi, John. Go right ahead. Hi, Chris. Uh Thank you for uh, taking my call, and I appreciate you, all you do for the Lord there. And uh, Larry, I, I got a special dog here that mm-hmm. uh, he's he's uh, part mastiff and part brindle. But okay. uh, I was broke down; my leg was injured. I, I had a motorcycle injury as as a young guy, and uh, lived with it all my life, and had three leg surgeries and a sharp bone filed out, and, and it fell apart put back together but anyway this dog mm. i was in the bible real strong when i when somebody gave it to me they had two of them they couldn't control i took this dog and uh, was in the bible like i said he knows nothing but love he's uh yep. he he doesn't get uh he won't attack anything he loves kitty cats he'll <laughs> he's uh, my uncle's best friend he he he, my uncle's 77, and he's got dementia, but I bring the dog in, and everything mm-hmm. is fine. He's like, hey, pretty boy, and he oh. says, uh, that dog truly loves you. He's a special dog. He, he says that over and over and over, wow. and he is. Yeah. He's a special dog. He'll come put his head right next to your head and mm-hmm. just hold it there with his <laughs> cheek to your cheek, and yeah. he will just hold there. And he's just a special boy. His name's JJ. 
Oh, and you know what I love this, John, because this as you're beautiful. describing him yeah. and what you just said, he knows nothing but love. Mm-hmm. That was one of the other questions I had. People who have dementia or in different stages of dementia, a dog like John's could really break through, don't you think, Larry? Totally. I mean, uh, if they're already ministering to the family members and to friends. I mean, think what they can do to strangers or people that are in uh, Alzheimer's or memory care units and dementia patients, uh, uh, which love the dogs, which love that communication. And uh, yes, I mean, we, uh, you know, that dog would be very special and particularly the size of the dog uh, would be easy for people to, to pet because uh, sitting in a wheelchair, you could pet the dog almost eye level because <laughs> it's such a big dog. But uh, just that form of communication is, uh, would be so comforting to, to a dementia patient or somebody that's in some kind of a mental, mental health facility. So if you go to the website, uh, chrisfabrylive.org, we have a link to Canine for Christ, which is K, the number nine, F-O-R, Christ.org, which is why we have, the, <laughs> we have the link right there. I don't have to spell it out for you. But under volunteers, it's getting started. You can uh, look at the manual. You can find out the resources. You can find out if uh, you, with the AKC that you talked about a little earlier, if the dog passes that, that test, then you can move forward. So, John, thanks for your call. We're going to take more of your calls. Finding Grace is our featured resource by Larry Randolph. Go to chrisfabrylive.org. You can find out more right there. More straight ahead on Moody Radio. to hear the story from Larry about what happened to him at a veterans hospital. We'll get to that in just a moment. Did you see the story from last week? A congressman stood outside a pregnancy resource center in an effort to, quote, shut down deceptive anti-choice clinics, unquote. I think this is going to become more common in our culture And it is almost what the Bible talks about, beware when good is called evil and evil is called good. CareNet staffs a national pregnancy decision line that gives immediate life-affirming pregnancy decision coaching and pregnancy center referrals to women and men who are considering abortion. Many, as I understand it, many of the women seeking an abortion don't really want to go that route but they feel like it's their only option or they're being pushed into that because of the, the man in the situation. I'm glad that CareNet is there. You can find out more about their work. Click the green tab at chrisfabrylive.org. Again, click CareNet when you go to chrisfabrylive.org. I'm so glad to have Larry with us today because he's kind of opening my, my vision to what God can do through anyone and almost anything. He is founder and president of Canines for Christ Therapy Dog Ministry. The new book, Finding Grace, is out. Take me to that veterans hospital, Larry. Well, for years I've been a, was a volunteer chaplain at the Veterans Hospital here in the area. And one of my assignments as we went to the hospital was the psychiatric ward, a very severe, dangerous 
place of psychotic patients, Baker acted patients, uh, drugs, you name it, the, the severity of the mental crisis situation was present there. My dog, Gracie, and I would go in and minister to the people as much as we can under the conditions that we were facing. One day, as we were uh, uh, buzzed in through double locked doors, we entered into the, the room, the main foyer, and uh, there was a huge man. He must have been six feet eight. I don't know how big he was, but he was very large. And you could feel the tension. You could feel the the rage in the air and there was two large policemen standing next to him and you could sense that something was going to happen. I mean, something bad. And my first reaction was to back up because I didn't, I I was, didn't know what was going to happen, but I believe this is the Holy spirit talking to me and said, back up. But Gracie, didn't hear that. She said, or she felt something and she started moving forward, forward to a point where she was right next to this man and her body was, she leaned her body next to him. And he was, he looked down on at, at her and he, I was like so nervous because I was afraid he was going to lash out at her. But what he did at that point in time was he looked down at her and he reached out and put his hand on her head and he started petting her. Then he knelt down and he started comforting her. And you could see the rage and the, and the pain just start to drop in his face, in his body language. And at that time, the police and the staff there were, were like so kind of overwhelmed in what they saw because they could see that this dog, and I believe the Holy Spirit, calmed this man from a potential very dangerous situation to being able to be processed and being able to be counseled in this particular facility. So uh, you never doubt the power of God's amazing grace and how he can use these dogs and people to change the the situation in an instant. It's just stories like this are, uh, are, like I said earlier in the broadcast, this life-changing experiences that if you get involved in a ministry, uh, a community service ministry like this, you'll see things that can change the lives of people. And without this one step of obedience that you can take, you know, it can happen. So it was a powerful experience at that time. And you'll read more about it in that book, Finding Grace. Janet's in Indiana. Janet, why did you call today? Well, hi. Uh, I do have a very gentle, calm, happy dog. He's 22 pounds. And I was wanting to know if I could, I don't have a computer or or a smartphone, but I was wanting to know if I could get a vest for him. I keep him up on his shop so I could take him to the uh, VA hospital or in nursing homes to, you know, give his therapy and love. Yes. If you don't have computer access and all of that, Larry, is there a way to get your dog through the AKC? Well, you'd have to call this number, 877-409-3009. And that's our office number in Texas, where we had all the volunteer requests. And you can speak to our volunteer coordinator there and she can help you. 
877-409-3009. And you have, so you live in Florida and you got the office in Texas. I mean, this is a big deal now. <laughs> well, well, yes, we've, uh, we have 38 states we're involved in, but we have a, uh, an office. Uh, actually, our office is located in Texas now, and uh, we have a huge volunteer base there. So we, we go everywhere. I mean, our volunteers are all over the well, as I said, 38 uh, states throughout the country and several foreign countries. So, you know, we go where God wants us to go. And uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, the thing about this ministry is like most ministries now is that, you know, the laborers are few and the harvest is, mm. I mean, it's just uh, we need more people. So we have more places to go and more people call us for help and for, for sharing the dogs in places than we have volunteers. So. Anybody that wants to join, please, please get contact us, and we'd be happy to talk to you. And the website, again, is linked at the uh, chrisfabrylive.org. Wherever the spirit leads and wherever the tail wags, they're going to go. Mickey is in Sandwich, Illinois. Hi, Mickey. Why did you call today? Well, I wanted to share what a blessing my little dog is. He's a Havanese. And if you don't know what that is, just think of a Shih Tzu. Uh-huh. And, um, he gives me a reason to get out of bed. He gives me a uh, motivation to take care of someone else and put their needs in front of my own. I also wanted to share, and I don't know if your guest uh, spoke on this because I didn't hear your entire interview, but I also feel like dogs can be like, um, they can change the atmosphere of the home when there's tension, people are fighting or whatever. They can run interference. Oh, you're upsetting the dog. People lower their voice <laughs> or they'll even go over and, uh, you know, confront the person that's being loud and say, what's going on here? <laughs> yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so I think they're great. Other thing I wanted needs. to share is, yeah. Another thing I wanted to share is that although he isn't a registered therapy dog, I have had occasion to take him to a couple of uh, old folks homes. And in this one occasion, all of the patrons were in the big, big hall and they were making Christmas cookies and they had them moved up around tables. But there was this one old lady, she must have been at least 85, and she just was not even pushed up to the table, just sitting in a wheelchair. And she didn't respond to anything. She was almost like catatonic. And um, Buddy is really more, his name is Snowbuddy. He, he really is more attached to me, but when it comes to somebody in a wheelchair or a little child or something like that, he'll always go up to them. So he went up to the side of her wheelchair just very gently, and when she saw him, she was trying to move. She was mm. trying to get to him. So I picked him up and held him up, and she raised herself up. She couldn't talk anymore, you could tell. But she got at least one of her hands up on his face and pushed her face next to him and just started in like a baby talk, puppy talk, whatever you want to call it. But it was boo-choo-choo-choo-choo. And you could see the light come in her eye. And I know that was an act of God. I bet you've seen that, Larry, time and time again, haven't you? Yes. Oh, I've see it constantly as I go out now to the cancers. I'm a chaplain at a cancer center here, and uh, I deal with a lot of people that are struggling with that disease. And, uh, you know, when we 
we have a chance to minister to people, uh, you know, and uh, talk about their situation and pray with them. And, uh, uh, you know, I see the countenance change and because uh, they want to hear the good news. They want to hear hope. And people in this world, they need the hope. They need hope of, of grasping onto something that they can uh, in the hope of Christ and what he offers you. And, uh, and we give that in that that's, that's the difference. The dog brings their purpose into the equation, you know, but the emphasis here is that we give people God's hope and love in the midst of what they're dealing with and, uh, and bring that. And then it's beautiful to see the combination. Whether Snowbuddy gets a vest or not, Mickey, that, that's a wonderful dog. I want to get to Lindsay before we take a break here, because Lindsay, you are, is, you're a dog trainer yourself. I am. I am. I'm a, certified, I'm a CPDTKA certified trainer. Great. Why did you call today? Oh, well, I this actually, I said a prayer this morning to, um, that I could bless someone. I wasn't sure how that was going to work, and I this is something that just totally touches my heart. I actually got into training um, because I was battling mental illness. I actually had a severe eating disorder. I almost died, and I was um, in the uh, film and entertainment and acting industry, and it was not very conducive to eating disorders. So I ended up getting back in my other love, which was animals. And in that process, I decided to adopt a dog who I was totally a godsend, and she became a cert. I uh, eventually got her as a certified therapy dog, and she was just such a gift, not only to me but to others. And um, she's actually been gone for ten years, but she's like one of those pioneer dogs that was just kind of like a very big heart dog that just changed my life and changed other people's lives. Which I, I'm just so blessed. Yeah. Well, what was? Is it Ella? Is that what I see on the screen here? Yeah, so she was. Her name was Ella. Uh, now I hear somebody else in the back seat, though. That that's making a little noise. That's not Ella, is it? No, those are my. I was just picking my kids up from school. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad, Lindsay, that you got through because there may be somebody listening who's gone through some of what you're talking about. You know, an eating disorder or something else, and to hear the hope in your voice is enough. Is enough, right there. Period. But that Ella was a part of that. Have you seen that as well, Larry? Oh, yes. I see that all the time. And, uh, you know, this beautiful story that that she's expressed is just common in our ministry. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, thank you for saying the bringing this up. Absolutely. Yeah. Lindsay, God bless you. Drive carefully out there. Finding Grace is the new book by Larry Randall, founder and president of Canines for Christ Therapy Dog Ministry. We have it linked at chrisfabrylive.org. We have his ministry website linked as well. And when we come back, I want Larry to kind of role play a gospel presentation. And that's straight ahead on Moody Radio. I've been looking forward to this program ever since I heard about it. Larry Randolph is with us, founder and president of Canines for Christ Therapy Dog Ministry. He's written a book, along with Jennifer Bleakley, who I read everything she writes. Finding Grace, the inspiring true story of therapy dogs bringing comfort, hope, and love to a hurting world. Now, I get it that a dog, or I told Larry before we went on the program today that I gave my chicken a bath. (laughs) 
Andrea and I found this chicken that had had an injury, and so we brought it in. And I said, just holding that thing and having it, having it just relax, calm me down. So I think you know animals can do this, but can they? Can they help you give the gospel? It's like I I don't know about that. So so role play with me a little bit. And have you ever been in this situation where there's somebody who's a little hostile to the gospel, or they'll see on the vest canines for Christ, and they look at Christ and it's like eh, I don't want anything to do with that Jesus stuff. Um, how would you broach the gospel to someone in a situation of kind of kind of role play that for me? What would you say? Well, first of all, uh, you let the dog do the initial work because they, when you go into a situation, uh, you don't know what you're getting, what you're going to have. It could be a, a person that's faithful and loyal and serves God, and if they're great Christians, then you could see somebody that's apathetic or maybe even uh, agnostic. So I always say, listen, you know, I wanted to bring my dog in to visit with you, and I wanted just to say that, uh, you know, we're here, and uh, if you'd like to pet the dog, and maybe we can just chat about it, and how's your day going, and kind of open up a conversation. Let the dog do that for you, because most people do want to have a conversation with the dog first, and then it's easy to hear John or hear Chris, you know, we're, I'm canines for Christ. I'm Chaplain Larry. And I just wanted to bring my dog in here and I'm glad you're petting them. And, uh, do you have a dog at your home? And you kind of open the conversation, you break the ice with them because rather than start immediately to try to evangelize them in a 10 minute conversation, that's very difficult to do. So you have to gain a relationship with them and a, uh, a soft approach, what I call. And then, you know, I say, you know, you know, I'm, uh, if there anything I can possibly pray with you for. And they might say, no, I don't want to pray. I said, well, you know what? I'll just tell you something that God loves you and he loves this dog. And, uh, you know, I hopefully that maybe at some point I can come back and chat with you again. And would you like that? And rarely do you hear somebody say, no, I don't want you to come back because uh, it's now you're opening up a pathway for somebody to again minister to people. And this is the way Jesus did. He did the same thing. He comforted people. He had the approach of love and kindness and caring. And then, you know, after a point in time, you develop that relationship or that a purpose of, uh, of why you're there with somebody. And let, but again, let the dog do the initial. <laughs> evangelistic approach for yes. you because they can set the path for you in that, in that, in that scenario. It's a beautiful thing to see. I like, I tell people, I, I tell people all the time, you don't have to be an evangelist to do this. <laughs> you mm -hmm. just let the dog start the process for you. And then you, you let God open up your heart to see what's available next. And yes. uh, many, many people have been led to Christ through this ministry. Many people. Well, it's almost as if the dog breaks down those barriers, you know, of, of the because because the person who said, you know, do you have a dog at home? No, I had a dog. But then they'll start telling you a story about when they were ten years old, or when they, you know, they had they were married and they had this dog and and all of mm -hmm. that. So I. I I just love what you're doing, Larry. Uh, Finding Grace is the new book. You'll see all the stories in there. Got one more call for you, though. George in Chicago. George, why did you call? Well, I just wanted to say hello to Larry. Uh, I, I, I was uh, part of the ministry, the Canines for Christ. Uh, well, I haven't set my dues in, so I don't know if I've been uh, thrown off the team or whatever. But, okay. and, uh, yeah, I, 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 I saw sure. some uh, 
some work, and and I'll tell you what what a great ministry. I I had the uh, the opportunity to go to uh, to New York when the towers got hit, and uh, I had a search and rescue dog by the name of Moses back then, mm-hmm. and I seen the effect that my dog, that search and rescue dog, had on all the firemen that were grieving, and. Uh, you know, uh, a few years later, I I, I, I I found out about the ministry of Canines for Christ, and I ended up joining with uh, with my dog mm-hmm. uh, Brady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And and Bra- yeah. Brady, I don't know if you remember me, Larry. I I, I did a lot I of do. work in. Uh, yeah, I did a lot of work in Mexico. I I go to a lot of the orphanages with the dogs and with, with my dog uh, Brady. But he's on his last leg. I I think uh, when I go back to uh, Mexico, I'm going to have to p- uh, put him down. He's uh, okay. he's, he's not able to walk too good, and he's pooing everywhere. You know, he's he can't hold his poo anymore. So it's, it's gonna really break hard. My heart. <laughs> No, I, I remember you very well, George. I think you were uh, one of the fire fire chiefs in Chicago. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm retired. I've been retired 17 retired years from the Chicago Fire Department. Yeah. And, uh, okay. yeah. And, 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 yeah, I was able to. Uh, and then another big job that we did was uh, when you, you, you remember that, that shooter in Vegas? Yes. Oh, they yes. I do. People? Yes. You were. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yep. you were I, there. I flew out there the very next day. Wow. Yeah, I, I remember that. And I also remember you going to Mexico City doing that earthquake that was there years ago. And you were there with your dog, Brady. So you've been an amazing volunteer with us. And thank you so much for your service. And uh, uh, hug that beautiful dog for yeah. us. Okay. It's hug really, really dog. hard. You can hear it in George's voice, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, ha- to be able to have to let go. And you did the same thing with Gracie. You had to, you right, had to yeah. let go. I could, we could have you back on just talk about that. Uh, and, yeah. and then what another dog, you know, can help you through. But Larry, thank you for your work. Thanks for writing these stories down. Thanks for the encouragement today. And uh, I'll tell anybody who's listening, if you say, you know what, I want to get involved with this, go to their website, caninesforchrist.org. We've got a link at chrisfabrylive.org. The book is out today, Finding Grace, the inspiring true story of therapy dogs bringing comfort, hope, and love to a hurting world. Larry, uh, your dog didn't bark once during the program today. What do you think? <laughs> I don't, well, uh, the door's closed. That's why, because I'm afraid that she would go crazy if she knew I was doing this. But, uh, you know, I'll just tell her that uh, you said hi. Let's put it that way, Chris. You give her a I appreciate yeah, that. big pat on the head for us. That's Larry okay. Randolph. Oh. You find out more about him again at the website, chrisfabrylive.org. Our program's a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. Thank you.